I think it's been, you know, quite amazing that for 12 years it's accomplished this, but I think it has no relation to anything. Meanwhile, Bitcoin is poised for its best month in a decade. Fraudsters are targeting crypto accounts using technology designed to separate you from your money. 2022 was a shocking year for crypto investors. A lot of forced selling and really just a lot of exodus in the broader crypto markets itself. This is real people's money that's just disappeared. Well, the technology is running fantastically. I mean, to begin with, there were a lot of, uh, there was a lot of tumult in the crypto markets before this FTX uh, implosion happened, right? The year that crypto came crashing down to earth. To the moon. It's a saying you often hear from crypto investors. By the start of 2022, not even the moon could contain the excitement and optimism for investors. It was astronomically high. I think what's important to remember is, you know, if you look back into 2020 and 2021, um, there was tens of billions of dollars of venture funding um, and really investment capital that was raised and marked for deployment into the crypto space, as well as a tremendous amount of new startups that have come about. But suddenly, everything changed. Bitcoin, the star of the crypto galaxy, came crashing back to earth, taking thousands of first-time investors with it. Back in May, we had the Terra Luna crash, which um, sparked this kind of downturn in the crypto market. Then once again, um, you know, several weeks later, we had the uh, Barrows Capital implosion. Investors had already been so spooked by the first two collapses, we kind of knew that, you know, a lot of other crypto companies were going to be facing these types of difficulties. What began as a trickle became a turning point for crypto, losing its luster and exposed as a fringe product that most sensible, experienced investors approached with skepticism. People, they like to speculate. They like to gamble. And uh, if you can get something, particularly if you have something half plausible going on, Mm -hmm. if you had bought gold in 1942 and you say, we might lose the war. We might have to run off to some other country. And, you know, so let's put our assets in gold. You would have less than a penny for every dollar you got from owning stocks. Less than a penny. So how did crypto climb so high under the cover of the pandemic? Uh, there's a lot of pressure on regulators now in the U.S. and abroad to crack down on crypto, which is going to make it difficult for other uh you know, crypto companies to operate in the ways that they have. Was it really the next generation's only bet at wealth creation, having missed out on the housing bubble? And what now for the true believers? Can crypto ever reach beyond young men? Every cycle starts with those people and sometimes um, makes the right use case to wrap into the early priority. Right now we're sort of the pioneers, innovators, and then, you know, we've got this chasm that exists and we need it to step over. History is filled with almosts. With those who almost adventured, who almost achieved, but ultimately, for them it proved to be too much. By 2022, the ads were everywhere. Crypto was taking over the Super Bowl and global sport. Hollywood's biggest names were jumping on board. Suddenly, the big banking firms were taking notice. The tokens may have been virtual, but crypto was becoming a reality and a real interest to next-gen investors. Um, uh, Last time you were on the show, I asked you to explain NFTs, uh, and you did so in a great way, uh, which is a very hard thing 
to really explain to a lot of people. But since then, Forbes has named you one of the 50, top uh, 50 most influential people in the NFT space. So congrats on that. Thank you know uh, what you're doing. Thank you. I'm so proud. I love being a part of this community and being a voice and sharing my platform and just getting the word out there because I think it's just such an incredible thing to be a part of. Yeah, I, I, got, I, I jumped in. I know, I heard. I'm I, so happy I taught you what they were. You did. You taught me what's up, and then I bought an ape. I got an ape, too, because I saw you on the show with people, and you said you got on MoonPay, so I went and I copied you and did the same thing. You did? Mm-hmm. This is your, this is your ape. Yeah, we debuted. That's really cool. Like the hat, the shades. Now, why, how did you pick? Because you can pick your, your, your ape. Yes, I was going through a lot of them, and I was like, I want something that like kind of reminds me of me, but I... I this one, it's, it does. I think we, we made like another version of it where he takes the hat off and blonde hair comes out. Uh-huh. So. Yeah, because you can do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Animated version. We're part of the same, we're part of the same oh, community. We're yes. both apes. Love it. Then the peak hit in January 2022 as the industry sought mainstream approval. But as crypto rose, so too did inflation. And that became a huge problem. First came the Fed hiking rates in order to cut discretionary spending. One thing for viewers to keep in mind is that while over the long term, crypto prices may be less dependent or correlated to broader asset prices, today they are still very much so treated as risk assets and are extremely sensitive to some of the broader real world macro factors such as monetary policy, inflation, interest rates and things like that. That shocked many of Bitcoin's biggest backers who believed the virtual currency would be an inflation hedge like gold. Then came crypto's winter and the collapse of FTX. Breaking news, Sam Bankman-Fried, the founder of the failed cryptocurrency exchange FTX, has been arrested in the Bahamas just one month after the spectacular collapse of his company. According to the Bahamian government, Prosecutors in the United States have filed charges and are likely to request his extradition. I made a lot of mistakes or or things I would give anything to be able to do over again. It certainly wasn't surprising, but I think the thing that was surprising about it is that this was, you know, one of the biggest crypto firms in the world, right? At one point before the collapse, this company had a valuation of $32 billion. Um, and I think by the time of the collapse, they had also had, you know, 9 million user accounts. They had Super Bowl ads, um, you know, they had celebrity endorsements. It seemed like there was nothing this crypto exchange couldn't do. And, you know, Sam bankman Freedy was called the JP Morgan of crypto. So, uh, you know, who would have thought that the next collapse in crypto would come from FTX, right? More than a million people suddenly started to panic that their money had vanished. Company's founder Sam Bankman-Fried was brought back to the United States and charged with fraud. I didn't ever uh, try to commit fraud on anyone. I I was excited about the prospects of FTX a month ago. Right now, he's staying at his parents' home in Palo Alto, and uh, you know he's still been speaking to the media a little bit. Um, he's had some visits by crypto influencers. We see that um, you know he went on a huge media tour right before. Um, his extradition to the U.S. Uh, and now he's once again gone against his lawyer's advice and begun to speak again. Um, he's founded a Substack, so I'm sure we're going to hear a lot from him uh, in the run-up to the trial. The collapse of FTX would have wide-ranging implications, described as the biggest event in crypto's short history. They essentially couldn't get their money out, and now they're out, you know, tens of thousands of dollars, perhaps even more. 
Yeah, I think the, the, the bad actors, unfortunately, we've had a bit of a clear out in the, the currency markets. Investors then started to worry about how quickly crypto did collapse and just how stable the industry would ever become. It depends. I mean, it depends who you ask. There are some people that, you know, they want to be in crypto because, um, you know, they they don't want to be involved with, you know, regular banks. They want, you know, the government to not have, you know, a say in you know, where they're sending money or, you know, how um, they're saving their money. True believers expect Bitcoin will bounce back and this crypto winter will thaw out eventually. But are there enough true believers that still exist today? Since then, there hasn't been as much, quote unquote, supply that's being liquidated and fleeing the market. Still, millions hold out hope that crypto will one day rebuild. But for it to work, even more people will need to believe in it. A mammoth task that may again require that astronomical thinking.